Yeah, it's like He-Man's neck should be as thick as his waist. Yep, easily. <laughs> right. like, yeah, and that means his waist, right? He's his waist is as thin as his neck is large. Um, so it works. It works for him in in both in both areas. Yeah, you wear pants around his neck or his waist. <laughs> right, the ultimate dream come true. Yeah, I've always oh, been man. a pair of pants and just kind of wished I could cinch that up a little further. I'm like, you know what? Those look look pretty good as pants. But you know what they would look great as? Uh, around the old neck, like a little neckerchief. Think of these jean legs dangling down. Yeah, be like, oh, who are you wearing? Levi's. Oh. <laughs> well, you need to put those on your bottom, sir. You can't be walking around like that. I'm wearing You look pants. like an insane person. <laughs> Why? You don't like the fact that my head is coming out the pee hole? Wait. <laughs> okay, okay. In your mind, which direction are the pants facing? Well, obviously, waist in. So, like, you'd have to put the waist on. Then where would your head go? Right? Because so- it can't fit through the pants' legs. So the next logical spot would be to open up the old <laughs> zipper, pop your head through that. So it's like a like a like a like a jean cape. Or yeah. Pant cape. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I was thinking it would work the other way. I was thinking that the legs would somehow be dangling down. Like I guess you would have to modify the pants in order to, to turn them into a bit of a cravat or like a neckerchief. You just put your head through the fucking dick hole again. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh boy. Well, Pop Saga, you know we gotta represent. Talking about Batman, the show from 66, like Zach, like Biff. Honestly, it was the best. Burke Ward, Julie Newmar, RIP to Adam West. Yes, the Batcave, and we love Wayne Manor, couldn't sit still. And I heard that, na 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 na. We cannot forget it. Every week we had to check it. He's the number one vigilante and the greatest detective. Yeah, yeah. pull up in the Batmobile, you can't stop him. Get him on the Bat phone. This is Pop Saga. Hello, and welcome to Pop Saga, where this dynamic duo continues talking about the other dynamic duo. Which dynamic duo do you ask? The Batman and Robin dynamic duo. That's confusing. That's right. We're continuing our talk about Batman 66, particularly episodes 107, Instant Freeze, and 108, Rats Like Cheese. I can tell that they didn't really focus on naming these two (laughs) as well as the other ones. This is the first appearance of Mr. Freeze, played by George Sanders, written by Max Hodge, and directed by Robert Butler. As always, I am Mr. Dries, the Kmart of Mr. Freezes, and I am joined by Officer Ophoris. How are you doing today, Officer Ophoris? Oh, not too bad, but I'm really terrible and shitty in this episode. Spoiler alert! Officer <laughs> o- uh, Chief O'Hara of fucking sucks <laughs> this episode. Can, can we confirm right now? I've been saying it since the first one we recorded these. Uh-huh. These dudes don't want to do shit. No. They don't want to do nothing. And I'll tell you what... 
<laughs> that is nothing proves that more than the fact that the entire senior leadership of the police department holds a vigil for defrozen de or de-thawing Batman forever how long that is. And they say, like, this is going to be a long time, and they stand there watching it happen for the whole time. <laughs> they're all... It, it, they're the worst. Like they are each, the worst. Like, I mean... This kind of makes me wish we had, like, a Gotham City PD-66, just so I can kind of see what they do without Batman and Robin. Yeah. I imagine it'd be, like, The Office or something like that. <laughs> yeah, there's a part in this episode where Chief O'Hara's just like, oh, what's Batman doing edging in on my turf? And it's just like, don't fucking, don't, who are you kidding? You don't have turf. <laughs> You're not out there doing shit. <laughs> I guess maybe he has to say it for like his, you know, his reviews or something, his quarterly reviews. I don't know. Yeah. It sounds like they have reviews where he's just like, oh, I got to make it seem like I care about stuff. Um, <laughs> right. Right. When anyone else is listening, he has to seem like he does a lot of police work. But we know from this, there's... <laughs> We're talking so much about these episodes, but there's a part of the start where they're like, they're actually sort of like feigning, like they are trying to decide whether or not they're going to contact Batman. And it's just like, don't, what are you doing? What is, yeah, what is this performance? I mean, why keep the little like glass cake dome on top at this point? Yeah, Just, that should be on. That should be on uh, Gordon's desk. Yeah, it, it, you just like he's like, you don't say the Riddler. Hold on, Batman, it's the Riddler. <laughs> you know, like can I, I put you directly doing? through to the red phone? Yeah, hold on. I'm going to turn the talking part up to the ear and the ear part. Okay. <laughs> like, like they do later when they put Mister Freeze on speakerphone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, get the fuck. Dude, that was an effort. Like, you knew Gordon knew how to operate that, though. He's like, hold on. I'm going to put this on speakerphone. How about yeah. the fucking track call button? Don't you have one of those on that thing? And then nope. he was like, they're very polite to Mr. Freeze by like telling him everyone who's in the room so they're aware. He's just like, here's a, yes, you're on. Everyone can hear you. That's me. Chief O'Hara, Batman and Robin are also here. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Very, very interesting. Um, very interesting couple of episodes, especially after mm -hmm. such a strong outing with um, Cesar Romero's Joker. It's like night and day. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Literally. It and then yeah um okay well i will we'll, I'll, let's leave some for the uh for the show of course but um i i guess since we've talked about it already so much we might as well just dive in hey yeah let's do it uh, i mean i was gonna mention something to you but i forgot what it is because i got so riled up over o'hara's lack of uh <laughs> Wanting to file his TPS reports? I don't know. Like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, 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 I got no rants. Okay. 
Well, that's uh, good. Yeah, nothing. Um, yeah, nothing. So, oh, yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess if this is for some reason, if you have skipped forward and never listened to an episode of the podcast before, um, and you've decided to skip all the way to for some reason, Batman 66 episodes, uh, seven and eight, they might be then stands. That's, yeah. I mean, sure, that's that's perfectly fair. They want to hear about this weird version of Mr. Freeze. Um, first off, welcome. Please stick around. Um, but also, uh, just going to give you an idea of what we do on this episode. We're just going to talk about the two-episode arc, and we always do two-episode arcs, unless I guess there's more at some point. Or less. Um, or less, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be nice. Um, and we recap them. And uh, that's it. And our co- and what we're doing is we're um, going to do every single episode, which will take years. So get, look forward to that. And uh, we try to do once uh, it once a month. And um, is there any details I am leaving out? Uh, if you skipped ahead and you missed the other ones, that means you got to hear our awesome intro. Uh, mm-hmm. by Burton M6. It's too fucking catchy. I uh, tap my toes very often over here um, whenever I play it. And sometimes it makes me forget what I'm supposed to do next. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, his stuff is fantastic. Uh, everybody who hears it that I've uh, spoken to is um, just blown away about uh, like how good it is. And I do get the impression that the, what they're applying is like for your show. <laughs> it's like they're like this belongs on like a TV show or something good. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, I've gotten that too. I've got a few people like, so hey, uh, who made your uh, who, who did your theme song? I'm like, why are you trying to horn in on my action? Yep. And they're like, well, no, no, I just want to know why. It's like, well, you know, it sounds really good. So I usually just counter with, it's the best part of the show. Yep. <laughs> and that. Is not a lie. The more you <laughs> see, I'm also talented musically. <laughs> um, just pitch kidding. perfect, pitch <laughs> perfect, like those crappy movies. Yeah, Save the last right. dance. I don't know. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, Thank you. I'm, you're I'm very welcome. On, I'm high on a sprite. Oh, nice. Uh, it's, yeah, you're gone, so I gotta be high all the time on sprite. Yeah, I mean it's not my lemon lime soda of choice, but it works. You're a Seven Up man. Yeah, it's Seven Up and Sprite. And if you try to give me a Sierra Mist, I'll cut you. Yeah. Yes, uh, I agree with that 100%. I am also a 7-Up man. I really prefer 7-Up, not only from a logo standpoint, which I think is just classic and much better, but uh, from a flavor standpoint as well, Sprite tastes like neither lemon nor lime. I I don't care for it. Yeah, I imagine it's what hummingbirds feel like when they're getting, like, nectar and shit. (laughs) Yeah, just like a... Sort of a slightly citrusy sweet thing. Yeah. I mean, really, it should just come with a spoon. 
and just be nothing but sugar. But tastes way better than Sierra Mist. I remember the first mm-hmm. time I had a Sierra Mist, I was angry, and yeah, that's when it, that's when I discovered that most of the casinos in Las Vegas are like Pepsi casinos. So I don't mm. stay at those. Yeah, I'm like, you got Coke machines? Okay, now we can talk. What type of pool do you have? <laughs> Like, if they're like, no, no, Pepsi. I'm like, mm, mm-mm. That means you have Sierra Mist. <laughs> John no like. John no like. <laughs> well, um, yeah, this is, this is, um, this is great soda talk. This is fantastic, fantastic soda talk. And that's why people come to this podcast. And if you have just tuned in for some reason again, this is the podcast Soda and Batman. Hold on, I'll bring it back around. Holy caffeine! There you go, we're back. <laughs> Good times. Brought us back. Yeah. Well done, well done. Uh, what incredible bridge you've created. Now let's walk over it, because on the other side of this bridge is episode of Bat- uh, Batman 66... Number seven, which is called Instant Freeze. Yeah, good name, I guess. Yeah, the Instant Freeze in the title, I suppose, referring to the chemical that Batman accidentally knocked onto Dr. What is his name in this? Shevel. Shevel, yes, Dr. Shevel, to turn him into... Mr. Freeze, who has to uh, exist at 50 below. But um, we open sort of appropriately on an ice skating rink and uh, a little stock footage of people skating around before the screams start. And apparently this, this there's a lot of screaming before we see anything, so we're like, kind of, we're like, what is happening right now? But then a spaceman runs out with a weird blaster pistol and uh we're informed that somebody was lighting the ice rink on fire with a what they describe as a flamethrower but we find out later is more like a laser gun yeah the this is the most technologically advanced mr freeze we've ever gotten in any medium oh yeah because you know usually his bag is just freezing people but the first thing he does is melt an ice rink with a laser (laughs) so mr this mr freeze is supposed to be smart right because he creates like these incredible gadgets um i think the the heat path which we'll talk about later or so dope uh, it's so dope (laughs) it's dope as hell and it's the like it's a crazy invention for for the time but um he decides to name his fake ice cream com- com- company um, Amalgamated Ice Cream Company. <laughs> Is that, am I, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Amalgamated Ice Cream Co. Is that the most like fake ice cream company you could possibly think of, or what? Yeah, but, you know, people go to Chuck E. Cheese for pizza. Well, you got me there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, look, this dude is a smart Mr. Freeze, uh, and a very polite Mr. Freeze, as we'll find out later, yeah. up to a point, <laughs> right. and then he's canceled. <laughs> but, yeah, well, 
<laughs> there's some qu- there's some there's some stuff Mr. Freeze does that makes me think, uh, hey, did you like escape to Brazil? You know, around uh, late, you know, mid to late nineteen forties. Uh, yeah, say nineteen four, like nineteen forty five, maybe nineteen forty six. Yep. Like, did you kind of did you Russian escape looking? to Brazil? Maybe. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is true. Mm-hmm. I think you, I think you're I think you're on the correct course there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, as as uh, as you alluded to, John, the um, he's got a very fantastical beam weapon because not only does it does it spray a uh, air like some sort of aerosolized aerosolized uh, cloud that instantly freezes somebody but at a flip of a switch it can be turned into a powerful like heat ray which seems against his whole motive but whatever like yep (laughs) well this we find out a little bit later that this mr freeze is like he is a master of both heat and cold he's more of just like a temperature guy um he's but i guess uh, air conditioner man probably wasn't uh didn't really roll off the tongue but he well, does f- yeah go ahead no, i was gonna say in the comics he's actually known as mr zero and mm-hmm. um because they named him mr freeze in the tv show that's actually how mr freeze got named in the comics they took that over got um, it not like he became super popular. His popularity rose with his appearance in Batman the Animated Series, but yeah, people liked that really him defined to, him. Yeah, but people liked him enough on this where they were like, "Yeah, Mister Freeze is so cool." So people were like, "Mister," you, you know, there's probably a couple Mister Zero stands still out there. Mister Zero was the shit. <laughs> Mister right. Freeze is nothing, man. Mister Freeze sure. don't know the pain. <laughs> It's, it's, I'm going to, I have to admit something now though. I did not remember these episodes and I used to watch them all. I remember the other Mr. Freeze episodes when the dude actually put like blue face paint on. Yeah. And and he had like red hair. Yeah. I remember that Mr. Freeze too. This one, this weird, like just older gentleman space man guy. Yeah. Weird. yeah, weird it's man. definitely, it definitely is is weird, but it is kind of like fun in a bizarre way, um, because he does just look like a weird spaceman, and oftentimes when he's in the spaceman costume, he doesn't talk, so it is a weird, just like this weird pantomiming guy in what looks like a cheap sort of sci-fi space outfit. Um, yeah, like coveralls. Yeah, and right. <laughs> But uh, he does spray the street behind his getaway ice cream truck, so the uh, the motorcycle cop that was chasing them does fall over, and um, he's very shocked because there's ice. And um, from there, we cut to the uh, the commissioner um, at police HQ saying, "Ice in July." <laughs> That diabolical snowman. That diabolical snowman. Heart of ice and 
cold calculating man. I yeah. Know, I, I just go to my old one because I don't know what type of accent Commissioner Gordon has in this show. It's just this. He just is like, his accent is is tan white guy. Fair. Um, I mean, it's just weepy to me, kind of. He has like he has a kind of like he has a little bit of a jowl thing going on, and so he has sort of a jowly. There's a jowly characteristic to him. The <laughs> diabolical snow. I'm trying to do it. The diabolical snow bead. Hurt your face. <laughs> um, and that's just, this is leads to our the scene we were talking about earlier, where they kind of hem and haw about actually calling Batman. And it's just like, come on, you know you're going to call him. Shall we? There's only one man in the world. And it's not you or me, certainly. We've got reservations. And the, you remember? Anyway, uh, and it's Batman. Hello, Batman. Take care of this for me. Bye. <laughs> it's fucking true. These guys, <laughs> they him and hawed like you looking at like a, 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 a box of donuts. And if you want to get one, you just go, yeah. Mm, should I? Should I? Of course, he's just, just going to do it. Just stop the pretense. No one's believing it. Yeah, better than know what you're trying to do than pretend. Batman could have been saving lives. Yeah. So we're there, from there to uh, Wayne Manor, where uh, members of Gotham's own uh, baseball team, the Eagles, are presenting a dra- dramatic reenactment about what it's like to play baseball. <laughs> Yeah, it was very intense. Yep. I mean, uh, Robin, uh, Master Dick, is into it. He is... I've never seen a a man of of easily, like, 25 years old so excited. I mean, I, I, you know, I enjoy going to a baseball game, but I've, I've never been that excited. You know what? I take that back. I think if it was, like... I'm not much of a, a fan of baseball, so maybe that's where my my sort of um, cynicism about this moment comes from. But okay. I bet if it was me and I was like I was in the same room with uh, I don't know it's Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, so they were just like they're like okay, so on Indiana Jones, uh, <laughs> telling me about how like what happened on Indiana Jones, I would, or, or like during the filming of it, I would just be like, oh gee, oh my god, <laughs> I, I would be, I would be Robin in this moment. So I take everything back. This is a perfectly, this is a perfectly understandable reaction for a person at any age. <laughs> That's what I'll say to really let myself up the uh, the hook there. Smooth. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought so. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they 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 are, I guess, just having a, a post lunch goof around, like, um, you like you do. And uh, of course, uh, Alfred walks in with the news that the bat phone is ringing because, of course, it is. And uh, Bruce has to think on his feet. And what does he come up with? I've uh, got a hot date. <laughs> He says, he's got a hot date and a younger hot date. <laughs> She's got, uh, She's got a, a younger sister. Yes, that um, they're going on a double date. Yes. Yeah, so and you know, it kind of looked like they were leaving, though. Yeah. Like, you know, the baseball players <laughs> were leaving, leaving anyway. anyway. Yeah. Just like, uh, just let you know, I've got a hot date. And so well, does Dick. <laughs> but. 
Actually, no, I'm right, because Aunt Harriet's like, oh, you love my cherry pie. And um, and then they're like, gotta go. <laughs> like, <laughs> gotta go out of here. It's, one too many euphemisms. I'm out of here. Yeah, so I think they were going to stay. But then, yeah, they the they heard about Bruce's um, date, and and of course they're like, well, they don't want to stand in the way of that, so they're out of there. But guess what, guys? You're the one who has been lied to, in fact, because this is Batman, and to the bat poles they go, and then we were uh, bat poles to credits. Best way to start a show. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, after the credits, guess what they gave us back? Atomic batteries to power, turbines to speed. Thank God, right? So thank God, man. I was missing that for a minute. They were just kind of getting in there and cold starting that, you know, Batmobile. This time yeah. they turned it on right. They really did. Although every time I see that reactor in the background, I just think of the fact that there's a skeleton down there. No, that skeleton's been long atomized. <laughs> oh, you think so? Okay. Yeah, no, they've been huffing her bones up in the manor for weeks I like, now. <laughs> I like to think that there's just a skeleton down there. <laughs> just crumpled in the corner. Yep. Being Alfred lady. just every time every time Alfred's up there, he's like, oh, so unseemly. <laughs> it's like, if she only knew about the safety equipment to walk up here. <laughs> <laughs> um It's just a lid. That's all it is. Oh that place is not OSHA compliant. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, so we get the same exact same clip of Batman running into the uh, police headquarters, with the exact same reactions from the crowd, um, which is fun because it's always like a weird reaction to them. It is. Ooh. It's the. Re- it's very much the reaction that people would have if two costumed grown adults jumped out of a weird car and then ran into the police headquarters. It's not like admiration of a hero it's more like what the hell what the hell is this are you seeing this they're allowed to be in our in, in our city what are they gonna do to the police station should we call the police no that's the police station yeah hey hey guys have you looked in there two creepy guys just these two. oh well the door closed they won't be able to hear me now that will continue well, our day <laughs> it's in god's hands now here are the cops. Every time I've called them in the city, those two creepy guys who ran up were the ones that showed up. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in this city? <laughs> um, but that's always fun. And uh, yeah, they're they're um, they're up to to see the commissioner. Um, and I love how Robin just like comes in with the complete uh, like expository dump. He's like, "Oh, Batman, don't beat yourself up for that one time. You were fighting him in his lab, and then the chemical of instant freeze fell over and it went all over him. Now he can't exist out outside of 50, 50 degrees below." You're like, "Thanks, Robin. Good to have you here." Yeah, I, we named you Robin, not a parrot. You should not pair it back, your exposition. <laughs> yeah, but then he would have so little to do. Although, actually, he gets a lot to do in this episode. 
not a lot to do well, but (laughs) a lot to do. He does a lot poorly. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's some there's some stuff coming up that is legitimately funny, but maybe not for the reason that they were uh, intending. Um, but so we get all that dialogue, and uh, of course they know, you know, it's a it's Mister Freeze they can tell, and B, you know, Batman I think in the the no dullest uh, guess of the century is is like yeah he's trying to tell me he's back. Because he's just going around melting ice rinks. Like, there's nothing, there's no money in that. He's just like, a guy who can freeze and melt stuff is here, Batman, remember? You remember how you kind of... What was he doing before he was Mr. Freeze? Yeah. Was he still freezing things? Well, I don't know, I, but maybe he was, like I said, maybe... <laughs> Maybe he moved here. Maybe he moved real quick uh, in a hurry to Brazil back in the forties. And... Oh, I get it. <laughs> and Batman and... caught him doing some some business underground, and then uh, yeah, now he's Mister Freeze. <laughs> okay, I'm winking at the microphone. No, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah. I, I got it. you now. I got you. yeah. Wink, well, wink. my eyes kind of wet, so it's a yeah. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. It sounds like great a stuff in mud. Yeah, it's 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 super. Yeah, it's, you could say it's hyper. Yep, yeah, exactly. But from here we go to um, the uh, Mister Freeze's lair that I guess is up in the mountains of Gotham, where it is very snowy. Yeah, this looks like this was in like the tops of Colorado or some like <laughs> Switzerland villa, but you know it's just hop, jump, and a uh, hop, jump, and a skip away from Gotham. I guess I don't know where the fuck this place would be. Yeah, so it this is where we get introduced to that thing we we talked about earlier. I guess it's called the hot path. Um, because Mr. Freeze is sitting at a table with his, his three sort of identically dressed henchmen having a very nice dinner, like a very sort of civilized, uh, gathering for, Mm. for someone who is a, uh, a criminal and possibly more, (laughs) (laughs) you know, possibly an uber criminal. Um, (laughs) but... (laughs) Um, uh, but we get this terrible fog effect in this area where that, that is just like, it just, it looks real, real bad. But then we get this cool sort of weird red beam that kind of comes down from the ceiling and it's, the effect is drawn in 3d space. And I, and I say that in the most like descriptive way I can, because it is literally, it's drawn over the top of the frame, probably, (laughs) Um, but it looks cool. It looks really cool. Yeah, I mean, no pun intended here. Like the the contrast between like the blues and the red, it, it's it's a it's a nifty effect. I'm glad they yeah. figured that out. And it's striking. It's like a really pretty striking visual. And we learn it's it's a it's a beam of heat, so his henchmen can survive in his his uh environment because he can only survive in um 50 below basically he has a reverse metabolism that that everything works in reverse i don't know how that works with uh, ingesting food or whatever else but 
um, he can only exist on the the cold side of things. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, and that's why he wants to get revenge on on Batman. Um, so he basically expl- he explains his plan, and it's basically amigos, amigos, amigos from <laughs> from the Three Amigos movie. Um, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fictional yeah, episode. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's just like they're gonna. He's gonna dress uh, five people up as Batman and five people up as Mister Freeze, and also he keeps asking about his zoom zoom zoom. <laughs> yeah, it was like his planes go zoom zoom zoom, and then he started talking in rhyme a little bit, and I was like, <laughs> but he doesn't. He stops. It's- First, I toy. Then I destroy. That's the crux of his plan. <laughs> he's going to toy with Batman a little bit, and then he's going to destroy him. But he says, first I toy, then I destroy. Yeah, it's close. That is close. Yeah. And planes go vroom, vroom, vroom. Or, yeah, I was just like, what is... How old are you? Well, if we figure, you know, you left Germany quickly after 25... <laughs> Gone to Brazil. Yeah, you seem about the right age. <laughs> oh, the Batman. Oh, I will have my revenge on the Batman. Um, but, uh, yeah, he keeps saying uh, vroom, 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 or zoom, 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 or something. And every time he says it, and he says multiple times, the whole every time I'm just like, what the heck? Yes. Um... But, uh, yeah, first I toy, then I destroy is a funny line. Um, but, uh, we don't get to spend too much time with Mr. Freeze because we're back in the Batcave and we're about to see Batman <laughs> testing out his anti freeze pills, um, in the instant freezing chamber that he's const- constructed. We get some very cool cold acting, uh, some very good, I should say, um, cold acting from uh, Adam West. Yeah. Would you or would you not be impressed with the fact that though uh, spoilers, his pill does not work. No. It only gets him to to 0 degrees. <laughs> yep. Not negative. That is that is still a scientific achievement. Oh, absolutely. He has a pill where he can withstand temperatures up to zero degrees now he can't really withstand it because he comes out shaking like a leaf and just like (laughs) no see i think that chamber was set to mr freeze's like uh 50 below oh he didn't get to zero degrees he got to 50 below and no, he no, was he, like, no, this shit's too cold that's what i was assuming anyway i see i see so he got to zero because I thought Robin was counting down, but I couldn't figure out if he was counting down the seconds that Batman was surviving in there, or I don't know. It was kind of confusing, but it, as you said, uh, he doesn't. Uh, it doesn't work. Here, one of the funny things is I see I saw Alfred in the background, like waiting for his cue <laughs> in the scene where he walks in. He's just sort of standing by some machinery, and then he starts walking forward. Are you sure he wasn't sitting there waiting to see if he was going to be able to cash in on that will? Uh, maybe. He's like, like, come on, hopefully I'd, I've unplugged the chamber. Hopefully it suffocates him, and I can be done with this accursed place. 
I've swapped out Master Bruce's uh, freezing pills with my doll, Teehee. <laughs> Money for old Alfie. That's when he finds out he's not even in the will. What? We're out getting... He turned into a prospector. Mis- <laughs> oh, I'll get you. <laughs> he just ends up being like living in the cave. <laughs> what? Rude. It's all it's all uh, left to Aunt Harriet. What I never. It's like some poor fucking phantom of the opera just living in the well, cave. You do kind of feel bad for him because it's it's revealed through dialogue. Like he apparently the the writers kind of felt like at this point in like what 15 not even 15 10 minutes in the episode we've already forgotten the episode so alfred comes in and basically guesses the plot so far he like recaps it by deducing things and then you you realize that batman and robin don't tell alfred anything like he just answers the phone and they treat him like a real butler they're just like bye alfred <laughs> and then he comes back he has to guess that that is true. He had to bring the newspaper and explain everything. That that is true. Yeah, um, and they just go through the entire like setup again. Those guys are really mean. Now I'm not a fan of those two. No, they're not really, uh, you know, treating treating them nice right now. Um, Batman says, and this scene, Batman like lunges towards Alfred and says, "Right now," in a way that made me think. They were going to cut to something happening right then, but they don't. Now, was this the weird jump to, like, commercial? It must have been, yeah. Because it felt like, you know, like, it was playing, like, the little stinger, and then we just cut back to, like, GCPD in the Batcave. Yep, it's like GC, yeah, then you then we cut, we go to Gotham City, and this is where we find out that there are, Batman's been sighted all over the city, and that's when we get Chief O'Hara sort of justifying his job, even though we know it's it's uh, it's sort of fake, or we believe it's fake because he's just like, "What's Batman doing edging in on my territory?" <laughs> it's like, please, you haven't walked a beat in years. All you do is stand in the commissioner's office with your your hat tilted to one side, waiting for a crime to happen so you can call Batman to take care of it. Oh God, O'Hara! Oh, <laughs> for real. I mean, to give Gordon credit, he r- instantly realizes this is not Batman; that it's uh, imposters. He's like, "This isn't Batman." <laughs> makes sense after each one. <laughs> and then we yeah. get the coolest prop in all of Batnam outside of the Batmobile. The giant lighted Lucite map of Gotham City. Yeah, you, yeah, the the really cool, the the technical. I mean, that fee seemed pretty high tech, actually. That seemed weirdly high tech for the Batcave. Was <laughs> that big old map? Gotham City also does not look big that that big. Uh, St. Louis. So there you go. Was, was a map <laughs> was <of>. it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just they didn't even want to make up one. Uh, Where's the city that nobody knows? St. Louis, of course. All right, put it in. You're a genius. You get a raise. Yeah, you. You're fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it, I, I love it because it has a giant sign that says giant lighted lucite map of Gotham City <laughs> right. on it, just in case you're curious. And the sign is facing away from them because they know what it is, but us as the audience doesn't know what it is. So right. Always nice to have that bit of uh, information there. And, you know, Batman being the world's greatest detective, he sees, he notices the uh, pattern in the movement to the decoys. Uh, yeah, he, he was able to pinpoint uh, a center point. Um, and, okay, now, can you, uh, first off, I love how easy it is to, to impersonate Batman. You could just uh, dress up in spandex and satin. And people are like, oh, that's Batman. Because all he's done, doing is running and driving. So it's like, mm-hmm. that's, that's all we see Batman do um, usually. But, um, so, what does Robin say here? Leaky Limbago? Oh, I could not tell. <laughs> okay, so it's not just me. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, they, they do the whole, like, play on, you know, the, the, everything's pointing towards the diamond exchange, you know, or also known in the criminal world as ice. Right. Batman's very pleased with himself when he comes up with that one. But, yeah, I could not tell what uh, uh, Robin said there. And I was he, like... Yeah. So, I wrote down several things that I think it could have been. Okay, I'll tell you which one I think it is. Uh, leaky limbago, mm. leaping limbago, mm. and that's all I've got. <laughs> I like the latter, Le- leaping lumbago, whatever that's supposed to be. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Perhaps it's a reference I'm just not getting. But uh, uh, then we cut to Mister Freeze doing his his dirty business at the um, at the diamond exchange, and by that I he's not pooping at the diamond exchange; he's <laughs> stealing dead. diamonds. Um, frozen turd on the ground yeah but he uh it's clear he doesn't want just any diamonds even though you would think those trays of diamonds would be valuable enough um he just wants the big old diamond now is this the star of i thought they said cashmere or cosmere something like that yeah yeah and um well, I mean, hey, you know what? Get it, Mister Freeze. Don't <laughs> don't settle for pennies when you can get uh, dollars. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Even like his his henchmen go to like scoop up the diamonds when he when he throws them on the floor, but he uh, he's just like, Nah, don't don't worry about it. We got a big one. Um, which again just seems like just let him take the diamonds. I mean, come on, whatever. But um, the I love this this sort of um, sniveling uh, clerk who's working at, at at the diamond exchange. He um, he like initially sort of was like, I'll never tell you where it is. That Mister Freeze changes his gun from freeze to explode a statue ray. And yeah, just sort yeah. of like melts a statue. Yeah, lasers do that. Yeah, yeah, and, and he he's like, I, uh, but I don't know the combination. I uh, cross my heart and hope to die. And then he's like, Gulp. <laughs> Why did I say that? 
<laughs> and he's like, no problem. And then he freezes it and shoots it with a laser, and the rapid temperature change causes it to explode off the wall, which seems believable to me. I saw it on a Mythbusters, so can confirm. Yeah, can confirm. Yeah. And there inside is a very conveniently labeled diamond, where she's like, the biggest in the world. And then someone's like, no, it's the second. No, the second biggest. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> Do you think that seems like it was ADR, where they're like, oh, wait a minute. He says the, the, we, you know, they shot it out of order or something. And they're like, oh, wait, no, it's the second biggest diamond. And this is where we learn that Mr. Freeze is from Germany. Because he just starts <laughs> screaming, nine, nine. <laughs> yep. No guns. Yeah. He doesn't want any. Yeah, he just wants them frozen solid. Um, and that's when a woman's like, oh, Batman. And uh, the camera whips over and shows many sort of schlubby Batman. <laughs> there was, in. Now, there was one who was yoked to all heaven. But yes. had no chin. <laughs> well, the, what's funny is like how they, how sort of uh, passionless they are. They just kind of shuffle in like they're in a high school sort of like talent competition or something, and stop and are just like, uh, okay. And then like the three, the five Mister Freezes like shuffle in behind them, and they're both standing there like they're just presenting themselves <laughs> to the uh, assemb- assembled hostages. Yeah, I, I honestly, I know, obviously, like, these episodes are, like, 23 minutes, if that, a piece, uh, with no commercials. I kind of wish they would have showed a little bit of mischief with these uh, decoys versus them all just happening to appear at the Diamond Exchange. Yeah, show me, like, a bunch of, like, uh, Dime Store Batman, like, doing stuff over all over town. Um, that would have been hilarious. Just uh, some, just something. I'm Only not wearing ho- hockey pads. <laughs> just yeah, just give me something because this was like felt like Mr. Freeze. You didn't need to do this. I, More honestly, like Mr. Please. Give me oh, a break. That's, that is true. He is very polite. But you <laughs> have to be, you know, when you're in a new country from another country that you can skip yes. your home country to. We were very polite. In this uh, running club. <laughs> so, obviously, the real Batman Robin shows up. That's that's fine. And the whole idea was, I guess, to confuse them on who they were fighting. This is a, the amigos, amigos, amigos parts, right? Because they just unleash a bunch of a bunch of Batman and Mister Freezes into the the brawl. <laughs> and uh yeah and, it, and it's fairly effective because uh robin almost punches batman's lights out at some point <laughs> at one point i should say yeah and they were like oh i know who he is and they just beat up everybody well mr freeze is just kind of hopping mad in the corner when he could have just froze all those dudes and was like i've won alfredo same <laughs> i mean he just kind of saunters out of there and they it feels like a real sort of like lazy piling into that ice cream truck. They get away with like what feels like plenty of time to spare. I mean enough for him to not only get into the ice cream truck but to freeze the Batmobile. Right, freeze the turbines. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. The turbines are frozen. 
and the Batmobile is out of commission. And then we realize that the Sky Riders in Gotham City have impeccable timing. <laughs> yes, this is part of the... Remember, if you'll remember from earlier in this recap, Mr. Freeze said, first he toys, then he destroys. Yeah. This is still part of the toying. Strike one, Batman! And it's written in the sky. Yeah, that's it. And that's yeah. the end of the episode. Thanks for watching. <laughs> that's the end of that's the end of Batman. That's it. Yeah. They, the yeah. car breaks down and he just quits. Yeah, he's like, "That's the last straw." You know how much that car cost me? Yep. I, I had a person die in my turbine, and I can't get her out, no matter how hard I try. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. I quit. I quit. So we go from there to the Batcave, and we cut right to Robin being wrong about everything. He's like, yes, Robin, except no. (laughs) (laughs) That is right, that's true. Well, Robin was pissed. Like, he was pissed that he didn't get the chance to hit the real Mr. Freeze. Yeah, he really wanted to give the real Mr. Freeze a wallop. Um, But, uh, yeah, we figure out that one uh, Batman... Knows a lot about diamonds. Of course, I guess when you're Bruce Wayne, you gotta. And uh, two, that Gotham has a ton of historic diamonds, including the crown of Marie Antoinette. Hey, man. Gotham City is known for two things. Diamonds and criminals. Yep. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all they got. Yep. That's on the uh, tourist brochure. Um... But they figured out that uh, Princess, weirdly named Princess Princess Sandra, who we find out is used to be just a late girl from the Bronx, um, who was turned into a princess. That weirdly, when this is being recorded, that has a that kind of story has a bit of a let's just say a not happy ending <laughs> that's going on right now. Yeah, it is funny that it, this is sort of this story is sort of uh, weirdly relatable, but um, she's coming back into town with one of, or the biggest, most valuable diamond in the world. Not second this time. This is the, this is the number one. She's coming in and she's going to be wearing it on her person. Yeah. Now this is, I, I was trying to remember her. She was a take on, uh, God, I cannot remember her name, and this proves why we are not the greatest. I, hold on. So, Princess Sandra <laughs> was a take. Well, I mean, I don't know my monarchies, but something of Monaco. Because okay. she's like Princess Sandra of like, like you know, like Monterey or something like that. So, I feel like this was a play on that. Yeah. Okay. God, yeah. I can. I can totally. Well, I'm looking it up, folks. So there you go. There you go. Look it up yourself. <laughs> yeah, look it up. If you're screaming at the, your phone or however you listen to this, my bad. Yeah, but thanks for uh, tuning in. We appreciate yeah. you all yeah, the leave, same. Yeah, leave a five star review on whatever platform you're listening to this, <laughs> and there you go. You won't. You won't. Uh, you don't believe how uh, incredibly important those five star reviews are. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if you have come to Pop Saga for, you know, well-researched uh, encyclopedic knowledge of the Batman franchise, I'm sorry. Go elsewhere. Okay. <laughs> okay. Please continue. I was just saying we learned that Robin is a uh, was taken Italian. Yeah, yeah. He is able to. Uh, he knows exactly what the uh, the necklace is called, um, and of course, it sort of references zero. So uh, they know that is exactly where Mister Freeze is headed. So, um, <laughs> Mr. Freeze gets into this, uh, a Royals hotel room quite easily by having his, his henchmen deliver what he <laughs> says is frozen beef from her country. Yep, yep. What cut? But it's Mr. Freeze and size. <laughs> Cold <fine>. cut. Right. <laughs> Cold cuts. <laughs> Yep, uh, it's cold cuts because they were like, "What kind of beef could it possibly be?" And yeah, he uh, he jumps out and freezes most people, and then um, has some real uh, he has some real creepy energy this whole scene. But we also get reminded of the bat turn, um, which the Batmobile does in this next scene, and then we are reminded that he just leaves those parachutes out on the street everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, he's a litter bug. It it feels longer than taking an actual turn. I mean, it, I was mad that he had to do this in the first place since he knew where he was going. Right? Where, why is he turning around? He's driving away from where he's going. He's like, oh yeah, fuck. We were supposed, <laughs> I was going to take you to Sonic's. Well, here goes another pair of parachutes. Here we go. <laughs> Gotta turn around again. Maybe if you deploy, like, 12 parachutes, he gets, like, the 13th for free or something like that. Yeah, he's got a punch card. Punch card. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so Mr. Freeze is real menacing. He always gets what he wants, he says to Princess Sandra, like, while looming over her in a real, um, we'll just just say, we'll call it what it is. He's just being a real creepo. Um, but... We do get treated next to a scene of Batman who says, I don't want to go in the front door. So they decide to climb up the facade, and there's some pretty cool free climbing, I thought. Yeah, hopping up. Um, I I was going to say, generally in this episode, we've got a couple of firsts. Like, we got a police chase, and we actually have to see the the cops going through a town, which was pretty impressive, right? And this one wasn't the... Like, it felt like the writer or something was like, I don't want him walking up the wall again. You know, like, let's just have him hop up and we got to see how athletic they were. That was cool. Yeah. Um, we also got Mr. Freeze just flat out killing someone. So this is the first criminal in this series, I think, so up to this date that murdered someone. Cause when Who he does he kill? Him, so he freezes the... The one, like, hotel worker. And then he shoots a laser beam at the cord that was keeping him up. We then hear... We see the person fall over, and you hear just a crumbling sound. 
No, I did not catch that. That's horrifying. And then the maid fainted. She's oh, you know, because this person must have just, you know, broke apart like a bunch of, you know, ice cubes. Well, that's terrible. Um, so they, (laughs) they burst in and have really no plan except the Ghostbusters style, get them. Um, so they just sort of like lunge at him. Oh wait, no, that's, is that later? That's later when they come down. When they come down, yeah, no, this is. Yeah, but they, this is when he shoots the curtains that are already obviously doused in kerosene. They're already like soaking wet. Exactly. Well, you know, what, you don't keep your uh, curtains wicked in kerosene at all times? Come to the Ritz-Carlton, where our curtains are always doused in the finest kerosene. No, more like, come to the Motel 6. <laughs> we don't know what happened behind these doors. You'd better hope that's kerosene on those curtains. Um, it's flammable either way. <laughs> but sort of yeah. so instead of uh like doing something with his bat utility belt or uh you know bat hook rope launcher or even the penguin line um batman decides to climb back down the facade <laughs> which seems slower than any of these other things but it gives mr freeze plenty of time to be sort of annoyed that they showed up and also just uh, freeze them immediately in a very hilarious poses. Yeah, this this is this is my one of my favorite shots in the whole uh, this whole episode. Then the the subsequent episode was equally as funny. Yeah, they're just frozen in place, hunched down. Batman hunched looks down. like a like a real kitty cat. Looks like yeah. he's going Row! and he's got his his ears are sort of like drooping down <laughs> yeah he's just kind of got this eh, and robin's in a similar pose <laughs> they're kind of like mid squat and then um uh, mr freeze is just like nine 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 i don't want to kill you yet yeah because he he the high the sky rider is uh wastes that money basically because batman's already frozen when the the taunting continues you know what my favorite time of day to see sky riding Night dusk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just as the sun is setting. Yep, Just <laughs> easy to see. That's what I find. Yeah, it's like, uh, fuck you, Batman. No, hold on. What's that say up there? I can't read it because it's nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw somebody put a, a link in a sky writing once, and I was like, no one's gonna write that shit down. <laughs> no if I can't take a picture of it, make my phone go there, what the fuck am I at? What do you think? www.stringcheese.edu.org. Yep, that classic, that classic education website, String Cheese. String Cheese Theory? Yep. That's that's a theory that John uh, hates string cheese, which is probably true. No, it's the universe is like a string cheese, and as you peel away at it, you... um, Eat it. I guess. I don't know. I've never had string cheese in my life, so... Well, there you go. (laughs) The perfect person to write the the string cheese theory of the universe. But, um, 
with that string cheese, the, the episode is fini. And uh, we have to wait a whole day for the second one. But Ooh. you don't, because we're to talk about it right now. And that's, speaking of string cheese and cheese in general, that's episode, or season one, episode eight, Rats Like Cheese. Now, if you remember, the first episode was called Instant Freeze, and this one is called Rats Like Cheese. There are no rats or cheese in this episode. <laughs> yeah, this one was like, mm, we wrote ourselves into a pickle. Yeah, it, even, it used to like work, right? You very know, it's well. like, yeah, very well. Yeah, no, no, this did not work at all. But so. Joker's wild, and Batman's riled. Yeah, he does get very riled. Does what it says on the tin. Perfect. This one, eh, not so eh, much. Not so much. Not a not not a good one, but an okay episode. But we uh, we're we're right where we left off. It's the same night. We get some nice opening, establishing shots of nighttime Gotham. Probably just you know stock footage from New York or somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is we referenced it earlier in the episode. But this is the vigil as we see our heroes at that exact same position that we saw before, hunched down, sort of like a little kitty cat, like they're in the the play cats. Um, and, uh, frozen solid on a, on a table, just like with their, their hands and feet sticking in the air. And, um, there's some really funny acting from Commissioner Gordon here, uh, here at the super isotherm de-isifier. Um, uh, <laughs> it's a cheap, so, um, let's see. Oh, he. Uh, are, are you talking about the fact that O'Hara wants to actually go out and do his job for once? Yeah, like, what I wrote. No. <laughs> what I wrote down is is Chief O'Hara makes an empty threat, like he would ever go out there and like uh, do anything to to Mister Freeze. And then we have um, Doctor Jerry Seinfeld, um, who is who is instantly defensive, and basically his only idea is to turn up the air conditioning but just very gradually so they thaw out <laughs> um and then we get this great bit by gordon where i wrote it down he said um two magnificent specimens of manhood and then he looks up at god and he says why <laughs> So he goes, it's true. Yep. (laughs) And he says, I fear this will be a long vigil. And then we get this like slow crossfade to really like, uh, to really sell the passing of time. And there the entire police leadership of the police department is standing vigil over Batman as he slowly and wordlessly defrosts. Like when Batman is defrosted, they just go like, cool yeah we're good <laughs> no one says anything no no one's like no it's i think you know like when you have that moment of like utter relief like yeah you, you probably you know like man i really didn't want to do that you know 
Like, I was like, geez, come, you're praying for something to come through so that way you don't have to go to work or something like that. That's how I imagine they felt when uh, Batman and Robin thawed out. <laughs> right, they're like, oh my god. Oh my god. I might actually have to do my job. <laughs> I don't know. I've lost my gun two years ago. This has just been a hairbrush the whole time. <laughs> you know? Oh, oh, Jesus. I don't want to go back and do my job. Yeah, Saint Begora. I've been dyeing my hair with shoe polish. <laughs> I, I can't be seen out in public like this. <laughs> oh, oh, mercy. These, mercy, mercy. These dudes suck. These guys, <laughs> yep. These guys suck. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so... From there, we're uh, off to th- meet with uh, Mr. Freeze again. Um, he's not super happy to... Uh, he's not really happy to hear Batman is still A-OK, but uh, he is very worried about his Zoom Zoom Zoom! <laughs> Dude, that Zoom Zoom Zoom, man. You gotta take it's a pill going for that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but it's only a weird like little check in with him. But it's just, I guess, to remind us that his his plan is still on. And um, then we uh, are at the uh, the baseball game of the the Gotham Eagles. Um, and uh, Bruce is there. He's escorting uh, Princess Sandra um, to to the baseball game and, and he's brought along Alfred and Aunt Harriet and, and Dick, who I guess are all invited to hang out with a uh, uh, a visiting member of uh, foreign royalty. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that how it always goes? Your butler and your ward and his aunt? Yeah, it happens to me all the time. Sure. I, I get dragged, man, the last time I got to hang out with Prince Harry, woo. Stories he could tell. <laughs> did. did. Um, uh, I got news for you, Forrest. I'm going to be meeting with Oprah in two weeks. The interview uh, I talked about that day. <laughs> oh, I better pack my bags. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta move to Brazil. <laughs> I mean, that's a horrible thing to say, but that is very funny. Um, oh fuck it whatever (laughs) yeah um so uh yeah so that i was just gonna say were you weirded out by the fact that uh she was actually not too concerned about the necklace but no yeah she seems fine i mean she did yeah she did just get like uh robbed at freezer gun point the night before but she is real chill about it she actually has a laugh that is infectious um she is played Princess Sandra is, is played by Shelby Grant. And uh she just has a very fun sort of like <laughs> like a Seth Rogen laugh that I'm that I thought was uh was was really infectious. Um but they're all there to see famous Eagles pitcher Paul Diamante. Uh Diamante. <laughs> you, you killed his father. He is, uh... 
Oh, no, I was thinking of that really obscure-ass Simpsons line, the way I said it. Do you remember the one where uh, Mr. Burns sends an assassin to kill Grandpa Simpson? But it's like this picture Grandpa Simpson eating a can of Del Monte, like, fruit. Uh-huh. And so the guy goes like, ah, Del Monte, enjoy them, old man, for they will be your last. <laughs> That's a good call. Uh, I just hear Diamante, and that's immediately what sprung in my brain. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know. It's a, hey, it's a, I mean, I that's really why people sanitizer. come. <laughs> that's really why people come to this podcast, uh, to listen to the host gets, uh, get whacked out off of uh, hand sanitizer and talk about obscure Simpsons quotes. <laughs> um, I'll stop <laughs> derailing. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah the that eagles player is out for some reason i guess the um the the announcer stops improving like halfway through what he's saying he's like uh paul diamante is out because uh we don't know <laughs> so and so bruce is like uh of course then the sky riding here comes the zoom 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 the sky writing shows up and uh, strike three, you're out, Batman. Here's the thing, though. Batman did not see strike two, so he must be very confused about uh, the progression here. He's like, well, I know he's German, so maybe he doesn't know the rules of baseball. <laughs> Listen up, Mr. Freeze. I know I have one more strike. Um... But, uh, so he makes up the this ridiculous reason. He's like, I just remember I have a board meeting just now. <laughs> and Dick, who would have no reason to come with him to a board meeting, is always, is all, is like, oh, don't want to miss those board meetings. <laughs> they should have just had, uh, Aunt, Aunt Harriet just, like, lean into the princess and be like, they're Batman and Robin. Don't worry about it. Just pretend like you don't know. <laughs> I'm hoping that's the last episode of this whole, like, series. That Aunt Harriet gets like, a clue. You know, she's like, I've known all the time. You know, and then that's it. She's <laughs> she like, <laughs> I'm Killer Croc. Um. No. <laughs> Aunt Harriet is an anagram for Killer Croc. Not even close, dude. <laughs> So, um, so this is when we get that uh, scene we were referencing earlier, where uh, they're all at the police station, and Commissioner Gordon puts Mister Freeze on the uh, on the old speakerphone by putting the phone receiver up to a like a little microphone, I guess, that has a speaker built into it. Um, and yeah, and he puts him on speakerphone, and then Batman's like, "Mr. Freeze," and Mr. Freeze is like, "Yeah." <laughs> that part cracked me up. <laughs> um, and then he's like, uh, "He mentioned, I think he mentions uh, Deutschmarks, but then it's like, I mean, red scent. I mean, <laughs> all this stuff." They're like, okay, George, you're playing a German, you see? So you just gotta, gotta ham it up a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, he um, 
The gist is that he wants to make a um, an exchange, one Batman for one baseball player. Bat he decided he's but he will only give him the location for the exchange in private. So Batman just picks up the receiver. Robin tries to listen in, but Batman's like, no, 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 get away from me! I'm a man of my word. Yep, to a murderer. I'm a man yeah. of my word. I'm going to follow through. And then this is another, now that you mentioned O'Hare's empty threats, this is another thing he mentions. He's like, because when Batman's like, I'm going to go, O'Hare's like, over my dead body. I'm like, yep. nah, dude. You no, tend no. to die before you do any work. He might as well have said, hold me back, hold me back, hold me back. <laughs> Gordon, hold me back. I've got to stop the Batman. <laughs> over my dead body. And then Batman's considering it for a second, and he's like, but you know, you have to go. He's expecting <laughs> you. He'll kill the guy if you don't. So, but I mean, uh, I would, but I can't, obviously. You, you know I would. <laughs> you know I would. And again, just exactly what you're saying, Gordon's like, as the protector of the city, you can't go. No, what if you died? What would we do? <laughs> oh my God, it's me. I'd have to work. I'd and he's like, a civil servant. And Batman's just like, oh no, that... Millions of young lads look up to this uh, this baseball player, um, so he no, he's happy to sacrifice himself. Yeah, Batman, you know, much respect there. Yeah, I mean, we it's know, a very Batman thing to do. Yeah, we um, Paul Diamante wouldn't. So then we cut back to the the Batcave. Uh, Batman has already left, presumably, and and Robin is just like us trying on a belt over and over again. <laughs> and, and uh alfred brings him a little sunday and he is very much like i don't need a sunday and then he's like whoa, whoa it looks really good <laughs> so he, i mean to be fair it didn't look really good it really did looked really good but um now we learn that he has put a a location tracker on batman and unbeknownst to batman kind of a cool independent move for robin yeah, do you think Batman really didn't know? Or he knew, and he was just like, oh, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Yeah, yeah, who knows? It certainly seems like he is rather surprised to see Robin lay there. Uh, spoiler alert. But um, where is Batman? Robin said he's in the middle of nowhere. Cut to the middle of nowhere, and it is like some trees in the back of the Warner lot. Like, you could see the buildings in the background. I mean, it was a park. I mean, yeah. like, you can see a car in the background. A trash <laughs> yeah. can. And, like this, a bench. This is not the middle of nowhere. <laughs> this whole sequence is fantastic. Um, because uh, Batman just sort of waits while the, this very kind of goofy-looking helicopter lands. They shove the baseball player out first. So Batman just could have taken the <laughs> baseball player and like just, just done something to the helicopter. Um... But he's very interested in honoring the terms of this exchange. So he just puts him on a nearby park bench, of course. Out in the middle of nowhere, you know, they got park benches. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, uh, the baseball player's got, he's, he's been chloroformed or something. So he's a little, uh, he's a little out of it. Yeah. And then Batman goes back to the door of the helicopter and he's like, I'm ready to uphold my end of the bargain. Do with me what you will. <laughs> and they just club him on the back of the head. Do with me what you will. 
part was that he was going willingly. And they're like, oh, fuck it, still blackjack. <laughs> yeah, they, still, they still clubbed him good. Oh, that part is just, I laughed out loud. That was so funny. And then, of course, Robin shows up just after the decade time. And he does this really weird, coked up, like, hop onto the um onto the uh bench. the bench he's all like just looks like a little imp and then the, 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 Paul yeah. he's just like hello <laughs> Paul diamante's just like robin the boy would oh whoa, that that mr freeze really packs a wallop <laughs> there's a part where batman is being kidnapped and he kind of like like stands up to do something but he can't because he's like too drugged out yep. um i'm gonna yeah. give him props for that yeah well you know he tried and then uh my favorite part was that you know robin's like look i got a homing beacon on batman and just starts running off <laughs> he's just chasing the helicopter <laughs> on foot the fact that that works is at all is um ridiculous um but uh so back bat they, i think the the i believe it is the narrator that says batman is slowly recovering from a cowardly ta- attack behind his back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is himself. great yeah but um it turns out he is in he has been trapped in the freezer of Mr. Freeze's freezing hideout. And uh, on one side is a heat path, uh, and on the other is uh, Mr. Freeze, and he's got his little heat path remote. It's a big old hunkin' chunk of a tablet. Um, and he can push individual buttons to activate different parts of the heat path, and uh, or the hot path, I should say. And... Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's just sort of telling Batman that uh, you know he's captured and he's going to kill him, and it'll either be fast or slow, depending on how he acts and how and how uh, the doctor feels. Batman does try to attack him in a very funny scene, but just ends up like hugging him about the waist. Yeah, he does this a couple of times. Yeah, this first time is not very effective, and he is sort of uh, taught a lesson by Mr. Freeze, and he sort of crawls back into the heat path. Or actually, Mr. Freeze extends the hot path, uh, so it to sort him. of uh, in, yeah. in, in engulfs him, so he's okay. Yeah. And it's and off it, to dinner. <laughs> yeah, why not? He's yeah. a very polite host. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then, um, you know, they go to the dining room, and lo and behold, Robin's there. Yep, and he looks real like, oh, sorry, I did bad. Yeah, well, and then I like the fact that when Bat- you you are right, Batman does have a look on his face of super disappointment. Yeah, he looks just like... Oh man, come on! Like, and then Mister Freeze calls out because, like, at the they're done. They skip forward to when they're done with dinner, and Mister Freeze is like, "You guys have barely talked. What's going on?" <laughs> like, they barely look like they ate food, and then they were, you know, they were going to get a baked Alaska, which was, you know, Mister Freeze's favorite dessert. 
because <laughs> it's it's frozen but it has a little fire on it although this is where mr freeze talks about how he like long he has to hold different alcohols to make but give them their perfect chill which i thought was like a really cool detail that i never thought of before he's like figured out to how to integrate his his uh his 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 affliction into some sort of high class um activity which i thought was pretty cool yeah i i, I wrote this like we learned that mr free chills certain alcohol to perfect temperature just by and holding it just by holding it and then we learn where paul denny i feel got the inspiration for his way better line in heart of ice right yeah that was i was surprised to hear something that was even close to that yeah, never to know the feeling of a warm summer's day, and then he just did some stupid rant, and I was like, yeah. "Oh man!" Then he Paul just falls Denny. down a hill. <laughs> yeah, Paul Denny, you fucking killed that line. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "We can get you help in prison," and he's like, "Nah, no, <laughs> nah, see, nah. I've seen those prisons. <laughs> yeah. All you do is play softball all day. Give him, give. I'd be wearing my outfit." <laughs> with my freeze ray yeah yeah so this is where his his real uh temperature or her temp his temper <laughs> temperature and his uh temper uh flares and he gets really bad mad at batman and decides to just kill him then and and it's the slow death so he just starts to shink uh shrink the hot path so that there's only room for one Yep, and you know, uh, Robin was like, you know, put me in here, which he should have, and you know, and Batman should have switched places with Robin so that way Robin could have freeze to death. Well, Batman would eventually freeze to death, but instead, <laughs> yep. he's like, you know, that's the measure of a man is to try. So we we know Batman and Yoda do not get along. No, and. uh it turns out he may have just been faking it the whole time because he just punches Mr. Uh, Mr. Freeze in the mouth. Yeah, I wrote in the mush, but yes. <laughs> yep. It's it's mush now. Yeah, it's it's kind of nifty to see that it was just kind of like a one and done type of punch. Yeah, because he's like faking like being cold and he's just like, bop! <laughs> Mr. Freeze just <laughs> falls over. He's like, ah! This is my... My cat-like reflex is coming into play. Meow. Yeah. It's, and it's never, never you mind that Adam West is like probably like, uh, you know, in, in late twenties, early thirties, and that guy is like sixty, and he just hit him in the mouth. Well, you figure if he left Germany at <laughs> and got to Brazil about. Let's see. He had to hide out during the Nuremberg trials. trials yeah, so just. Void those completely. Change your <laughs> name, and then yeah, your math checks out. The math checks out. Um, yeah, because he was like forty in nineteen forty-five, and then he's sixty. And it makes 66. sense. Everything's adding up. Right, right. It's yeah, adding 60. up. He's a late. It's adding up. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so they grab his uh, hot path controller, this hot path remote, and they extend. They just like straight up start torturing him. They they put him in regular nice temperature, and he can't breathe. And he says a very weird, "Help me, help me." 
Did you notice how weird when he was just like, help me, help me? I think maybe that was ADR too. And they I think it might have been ADR. Yeah, like, I think uh, so. Do you, the guy's like, I don't know how to do a German accent. It's like, well, neither did George. So you're good. <laughs> help me, help me. Help me, help me. Yeah. I, I I dug this fight because, you know, when they manipulate the beam, as Robin's manipulating the beam, covering him up, they fight the goons. Yeah, who, I thought that was cool. Like they have the, the switch between the two colors, too, you know. Yeah. The way he was sort of like, he would activate it on some areas and then deactivate it on others as the need speed for the fight. Oh, that was pretty creative. But it was funny that the, like once they had the henchmen just drop their guns, they just turned off. They just turned it off for except for uh, Mister Freeze, and they just start just bare knuckle brawling. They did, all the creativity is gone at a certain point, and it's back to bap and biff and pow and such. Hey, nothing riles up the blood more than uh, punching a bunch of criminals. Yeah, he like once they dropped the guns, like the bloodlust in uh, Bruce and Dick <laughs> took over. They're just like, "Oh, we need to bash some faces in." <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Even taking that stuffed bear and smashing like two of the fucking henchmen with it. Like, yeah, they just like hold it out and freeze it, and then just bash it into the. <laughs> Zack Snyder presents Batman sixty six. Batman is a. The times are changing. Look out those times, wherever they have gone. (laughs) The days are going, and it hasn't been that long. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Watch out, Tom Waits. John is coming for your your gravelly-voiced singing style. Snyder's Batman 66. But, uh, yeah, and then the police finally show up. It's Chief O'Hara finally getting his day. But uh, Robin's like, what took you so long? I called you when I got here. And they're like, we took a wrong turn at uh, the exit off of 45, 105 or whatever. Yeah, put wrong turn in quotes. You know, it's like, mm, yeah. Mm, <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. It's Bagor. We'll wait another fifteen minutes before we go in. <laughs> I can hear fighting. Right there. <laughs> we don't want to interrupt him. We'll just wait out in the parking lot until it's time. Yeah, we don't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they are worthless still. And uh, the button on the episode is a party back at the uh, at the uh, Bruce uh, the Wayne Estates. Um, oh, I thought it was and, the suite. There yeah, the I guess suite. it was. I guess okay. Was it this? It did. It did to me seem like the suite. But then Aunt, Aunt Harriet is baking dessert. No, 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 no. Dessert just comes out, and she announces it. Yeah. Okay, so she it seemed like she had she's like I I made the best dessert and baked Alaska. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention before that Robin slips on a basic baked Alaska. 
<laughs> and he's like, sorry, Batman, I slipped on the bake, uh, baked Alaska. And I thought that part was very funny. I mean, Robin, we've been there. Yeah, we've, we've all slipped there. on a base, baked, God, I can't even say baked Alaska. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's the real kind of comedy, uh, button on the episode is that, uh, they get served baked Alaskas for dessert, and that's just what they saw at Mr. Freeze's place, and they both kind of go, and, and they just turn away. That's like, yep, so they're rude. very rude to that server. So rude, like, fuck you, get that shit out of here. Don't you yeah. know what we've just been through? At the end of the day, Batman is still just a rich guy, so... He's just a rich guy who doesn't like baked Alaska anymore. I don't yep. know where I was going with that. <laughs> and so that's it. That's the uh, the end of the two-part introduction arc of Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so what did you think of these episodes? They were okay. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed like the increased budget they've got for these episodes as far as showing some more shots of uh gotham than like even they had the can shots that they always filmed but you know seeing the car chase i thought was really cool that facade hopping that you were talking about i thought was really cool and you know showed a lot of you know like dynamic movement um you know even the baseball game because we were getting different like sets at different times Uh, that was nifty Mr. Freeze was okay, but he's not the one that I was used to, so I was so weirded out that I was just like, that's not the guy I remember. Like, He's almost all. like a Bond villain in this one. Very much so. Like, it feels like he could be hanging out with, like, Blowfield or something like that. Or, you know, uh, fucking, uh, the, uh, Goldfinger. Like, that yep. could literally be his brother. Yeah, and it it yeah, did they, it he just was like an old guy with a grudge uh just like an evil old guy with a grudge which is very bond to me yeah I, um i did appreciate the no laughing he just said nine a lot and vroom 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 or zoom 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 but he didn't have like his own distinct laugh no and he yeah. he did his style was interesting like I don't know how much of the characterization later in the animated series comes from these performances, but you did see echoes in in the fact that he, there are parts where he is very polite and almost sympathetic to the heroes in a very genuine, genuine way, which sort of reminds me of, uh, you know, the, the animated series. Certainly, casting arnold as batman or as uh as batman can you imagine but uh, as mr freeze in uh batman and robin that seems like joel schumacher only watched this episode it's like oh i love that episode with mr freeze in it it's it's a it's a great one so we're gonna get we're gonna get arnold because he's german and it'll be great yeah because they're it's he as a villain is weirdly civilized in a way that the others aren't like we always saw them in like weird hideouts that were utilitarian and they were just sort of like gathering in a weird place to plot things like mr freeze it looks like it's just his weird special house because he has this affliction from this chemical 
and he like when he's feeding his henchmen and him are eating a nice meal he prepares yeah. roast beef and spinach and stuff for robin and and batman and and a dessert course as well like there's a weird there's like a weird sort of erudite civility to this one that is interesting i guess yeah like i definitely think this is better than the penguin episode <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah can't get know, much worse though you know but so far the riddler and the joker episodes have been my favorite of the stuff that we've uh watched yeah um i'm i'm definitely looking forward to the mr F- i know mr freeze was played by like three different actors like this is the only time uh george sanders plays mr freeze mm-hmm. so every time he showed up it's been played by a different person so it'll be interesting to see the next take on it. Sure. And, uh, see if it goes from this kind of Bond-esque villain to the more campier, like, I'm Mr. Yeah. Freeze, and I'm going to chill you to the bone, you know. Or- yeah, I did miss a little bit of the camp in this one, and, and I agree. But uh, I think we're both in agreement pretty much a, a down-the-middle episode. Not one of the high points, but definitely not a low one. Like Penguin. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, uh, another one of our Batman 66 recaps. And uh, if you love this, more of these, if you want to tell us you want more Batman every month, please try to get in touch with us. Join the conversation. The growing, exciting online party that is our social media followers. And uh, you can find us almost everywhere at the Pop Pop Saga. That is Instagram. That is Twitter. And if you would like to do things the old-fashioned way, you can get in touch with us at thepopsaga at gmail.com. And if you would like to support the production of this podcast, if you enjoy what you're hearing and you would like to hear it for many years to come, please visit our T Public store. Um, you can just search for Pop Saga on there, I imagine, and you can yeah, find it us. Should work. The, <laughs> you can check in the show notes or on Instagram, and you can find those details there. And as always, we mentioned it before, but the fantastically talented Burton M6. Thank you very much for our incredible theme song. Our show would not be the same without it. And what do we like to say at the end of this episode that we say every time is that we hope for both of us to all of you that you are feeling happy, that you're feeling healthy, and we'll see you next week. Tune in next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Pop Saga, you know we gotta represent. Talking about Batman, the show from 66, like Zach, like Biff. Honestly, it was the best. Burt Ward, Julie Newmar, R.I.P. to Adam West. Yes, the Batcave, and we love Wayne Manor, couldn't sit still. And I heard that na 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 We could not forget it, every week we had to check it. He's the number one vigilante and the greatest detective. Yeah, yeah. pull up in the Batmobile, you can't stop him. Get him on the Bat phone, this is Pop Saga. Woo.